reason for it. Christmas night, we was here in candlelight service, and Sister Becca sung the song, My Jesus. And if I remember correctly, I leaned over to Angel and I said, that's my next lesson, <laughs> My Jesus. It touched me. It touched my heart. It touched my spirit to know who my God is, to know what he can do for me, to know that he does have the strength to carry this world upon his shoulders. And and Brother Johnson, the same night, sung a song. I don't know the name of that song. But I'm going to tell you, he touched my heart as well that night. He, he sung straight from the heart. And when you do that, the Spirit of God is going to be with you. When you open your heart up and let God in, that Spirit's going to flow through. And it did. It reaches out and touches people's heart and their souls and their spirits. Because when his spirit's in the house, you can't run from it. You can't hide from it. It's going to touch that heart. It's going to open that eyes. It's going to open that door. And Wednesday night, he did the same thing again. He didn't sing, but he preached. Amen. And, and I'm going to tell you, to me, the best he's ever done in my eyes. I felt like that's the best job because I knew it was straight from his heart. What he was saying was in his mind and upon his soul and in his, in his heart. And he delivered it unto us. I enjoyed it very much. I stood up several times and clapped and yeah. and, 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 and celebrated with him because well, I knew what he was saying was right, and it needed to be heard. And I thank him for that word that he delivered Wednesday night. Well, Brother Sharon started off this year uh, with uh, Start Over, Start Strong. Who's stronger than our Jesus? Uh, Nobody. Just right. like the song said, he can carry this world on his shoulders. Right. And then uh, last Friday night, not this Friday night, but the following, following Friday night before at the rally, Christmas rally, he preached some sermon, something was immediately. I don't know. I don't remember. And immediately. Well, I've been, I, I took his text to Matthew. I can't tell you because I, 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 I don't have any scriptures marked down. I don't know which ones I used, but I'm going to tell you what. I took all of Matthew, and I just took this from it. But uh, I do know a lot of instances in that. It was straightway, which means immediately. In the same so hour, it happened. He said, follow me, and they followed him. And he didn't say it waited for five minutes or ten minutes. He said he, they left and followed him right then. To me, that strong word of God, when he spoke, they listened, they followed. They did what he wanted them to do. Uh, and then uh, last Sunday, first church strong. This church is a strong church. But when we have Jesus in our heart, and we follow his word, it's going to be a stronger church. We're going to grow. We're going to become stronger. We're going to become mightier because he's a mighty God, a loving God, loving Father. Sister Shay last Sunday, she's telling us if we was to fast and pray and, and do what we need to do, his word is the truth and the way, the light. But I, I know if we, if we pray and fast like she told us to, we will become a stronger church. We'll become a stronger people. 
our spirit will be stronger. God will strengthen us and lift us and guide us and feed us. And I thank him for that. We're looking for, I know that, that Brother Sharon's been preaching about stronger. Get our attitudes right. Get our spirit right. Get our soul right. Get our church right. You know what? When we become a strong church and the people in this land sees our strong God, a God that's mighty, a God that's wonderful, a God that's true, they're going to be willing to be a part of that. I believe we need to be strong in our spirits, strong in our wills. We need his word in our spirits to receive that. We can't do it. Everything that happens, God's got a hand on it. Jesus has a hand on it. If he don't, we're wasting our time. If God's not in it, there's no use of, no use of us even being here. But I'm, I'm going to paraphrase this whole thing. I, I don't have hardly any scripture. In, in their full text like they should be. I'm just going to be kind of talking and going through it. And I'm going to start with my Jesus as his, at his birth. He's born in Bethlehem and laid in a manger, not even a place to lay his head when he was first born. Born king of the Jews. Herod heard it, sent the wise men. He didn't send them to worship him. Herod sent them to find him so he could kill him. Herod didn't want him because he was going to be king of the Jews. But the wise men came, they followed the star and found them. And they knelt down and worshipped our Savior. That's what we need to do every day, worship our Savior and thank him for everything he does in our lives. Then he gave them gifts. He, they gave him gifts and worshipped him even more. And when the wise men left, they didn't go back to Herod and tell him where he was at. They knew Herod wanted to destroy him. So they went back a different way, went back to their own country. And after all this, Joseph had a dream. And an angel came to him and told Joseph to take Jesus and his mother to Egypt where they could be safe. Well, they spent a time in Egypt. An angel returned to Joseph, told him to bring him back. It was safe. Herod was dead. But then, but then on the way back, Joseph uh, knew that Herod's son was king still yet, and he was kind of afraid that something would happen. So he turned aside, and they uh, went into Galilee and dwelt in Nazareth. And these days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John said, I indeed baptize you with water and to repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Then Jesus came, then Jesus came from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw a spirit of God descending like a dove upon and laid upon him, and lo, a voice from heaven says, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. God himself, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, baptized. He showed us. He gave us an example. We all must do this. John told him, I need to be baptized of you. He said, let all righteousness be fulfilled. He did it for a reason. He showed us. He 
He's showing us that's what we need to do. We need to follow his example. Then Jesus was led up into the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. Like Sister Shay said, it'll make you strong. We know Jesus is our rock. He's rock solid. We know that he knows all things. Well, then Jesus... tells all the ways the devil tempted him by Jesus knowing every word as the devil tempted him. He told him, he said, uh, after he fasted all these 40 days and 40 nights, the devil told him, he said, turn these stones into bread so you could eat. And he said, bread, man don't live by bread alone. Then he tempted him and told him to cast himself down onto the ground from a high place. And he said, don't tempt the Lord God. Then he Tempted him in other ways, but you know why Jesus knew everything to say the word. He is the word. The devil was stopped in his tracks because he knew everything to say. He knew what the word said. He knew what to what to do, what to say, and how to resist the devil. And if we had this word in our heart and be strong like him, because he was strong because he had that word. He had that spirit. He knew exactly what the devil was going to do to try to get him to, to do wrong. And what the devil was telling him was right. God would have protected him, but he knew not to tempt him. He knew not to, not to do that. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, all things was made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. All of our strength we pull from right there, from Jesus, his word. We can go to the word and find anything we need to guide us. Brother Johnson, when he preached the other night, he was drawn out of that word. He was drawn out of the spirit of Christ. He he has, I, I guarantee you, a man cannot preach like he preached Wednesday night without God being right here in his heart, guiding him and showing him and telling him what to say. Because it took the love of God for him to be able to do what he did, to say what he said. And I thank him for that word Wednesday night. So if we are all to be strong, we need this word in us. So we need to read this Bible through. We need to get that word in our soul. We need to get that word hid deep in there so we can come against the devil. When he comes against us, we can be strong like he is, like Jesus was. Now, after all this was in Galilee, and he began to preach, Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee and saw two brothers, Peter and Andrew, his first disciples. They were fishermen, and he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And straightway, they left their nets and followed him. And he went just a little ways and saw two more brethren, James and John. They was in the ship with their father, mending their nets. And he called them, and they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. Immediately. That's what I said. And in in, in all the things he does, it's right now. It's not 
hey, I need you to help me do something, uh, we'll wait till next week to do it. Hey, if we will do what God asks us to do, and I know I'm as guilty as everybody else in this building because I know that we've all heard God talk to our hearts, step out in that aisle, go, go pray for this person, to hold, go do this here, go do that. We stand there and not do it. I've been guilty of it. I'm, I'm going to tell you straight up, I've been guilty of that, and I shouldn't be. How many healings have I not touched somebody and prayed for them and not be healed? Just because I, I didn't have the faith when God spoke to me to go do what he told me to do. I'm trying to learn to be better than that. I'm trying to learn to do what I need to do. I'm looking at it in a different light now because he is the light of this world. And he will show us and he'll light up this word and he will put it in our minds and our hearts and he will reveal it to us. And once it's revealed to us, we don't need to keep on doing what I just said I've done several times. But y'all don't either. Y'all need to receive the word when he, when he speaks to you. We need to listen to him. We need to go to our friends, our neighbors, and our loved ones and, and, and pray with them and, and, and minister to them. Because that's what's going to make this church stronger. It's what's going to build this church. Because when we turn to our neighbors and our friends and our loved ones and we talk with them about what he wants us to talk to them about because he's going to give us the words he's going to give us the knowledge he's going to give us that understanding but we got to be willing to do it when he calls on us to do that we need to be ready with the word in our heart and our spirit and our soul then jesus began his ministry and went about teaching and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manners of sicknesses and diseases Throughout all the land, he casted out devils and healed them with the palsy. And seeing the multitude, he went up unto the mountain and was with his disciples, and he opened his mouth and taught them. Now, what I'm talking about here is the Sermon on the Mount. I'm not about to go into the Sermon on the Mount. It'd take 40 days here to <laughs> everything he taught them. But I'm going to tell you what, he was a pastor that day. He taught. He taught. If that word was taught to every new convert, if that Sermon on the Mount was taught and they understood it, they would never walk away from God. Because in that, in, that, in that sermon, he outlined what we need in our hearts, what we need to do to be saved, what we need to do to go be with him in heaven. We need to have that sermon in here. I'm not going to go over it. I'm not going to try to tell you everything that's in it because, like I said, it would be way too long. But I'm going to tell you, you need to find it. You need to read it. You need to receive it because it's there. It's there for a reason. It's for our benefit. It's for our learning, for our strength, for our guidance. We need them words in that sermon. When he came down from the mount, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if they will, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus did, and immediately his leprosy was gone. The centurion stopped him, Jesus, and said, He had a servant sick of the palsy. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion answered, But spoke the word only, and my servant shall be healed. And Jesus said, I have not found so great a faith, no, not in Israel. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as they have believed, so be it. Done unto thee, and his servant was healed in the same hour. Self-same hour. 
immediately. Now, when my God speaks, when Jesus speaks, the devil has to flee. All illness has to flee. All sickness has to flee. When we when we figure out, and it takes me, it's took me forever to figure this out. I hurt every day. A lot of people here are getting older. I know how they are. I know my aches and pains. I know my feelings. I know my heart. But you know what? If I just give it to him, if I just give it to him, where's our faith at? That he can do this. The centurion said, you know, you don't have to you don't have to go pray on it. Just speak it and it'll be done. Hey, if I speak, Lord, touch my body, heal my body. It can be done immediately. I got to have that faith. I need to get that faith. I need to have that faith. Only way I'm going to do that is get strong in the word. To realize what this word says is what it means. We have faith. He's going to work on that faith. He's going to believe. He's going to see that faith in us. And he's going to respond to that faith. I know that we all have times when, when, Things happen to us that makes us have doubts, make us wonder, make us go back and say, why, Jesus? It rains on the just and unjust like that's what Brother Johnson was preaching about Wednesday night. We have things happen to us. Good people have things happen. Bad people have good things happen to them. We don't always understand this. But I know one thing. If we trust Jesus, we trust God. And that's what Brother Johnson was teaching. If we have God in our heart, we will make it through it. He will make us strong. He will bring us through it. His love will open our hearts and our souls and our spirits up. And if we have him in our hearts, we will not fall back because we know that he will take us on through and he will keep us and he will guide us and he will show us the way and he will bring us home. And whatever it is, he will make it right. He will show us. If we trust in him, he can double, triple, quadruple, whatever we wanted, he will give to us eventually. But now I know what my Jesus can do. I, I've, I've seen it with my own eyes. Uh, and, I, and sometimes I still have doubts, still wonder. But I shouldn't. Because I know through Jesus all things are possible. Now we know that Jesus had power over us, nature. When he was on the ship, and before he got on the ship, he told his disciples, we'll go, we'll go across to the other side. He done spoke the word, we're going across to the other side. But on the journey across, what happened? A great storm arose. They thought they was going to sink and they was going to die. So they woke. he was asleep in the ship, and they went and woke him up, and he got up, went and spoke to the wind and the waves, peace be still. And immediately it ceased. My Jesus, he controls the wind, this earth, this universe. Hey, he's got control of all things. He can help us through every situation. There's nothing he cannot do. Nothing. Jesus the man, we've, we've been talking about Jesus the man. He was on this earth, and he did all these things to show us the possibilities. If we have the faith, what we can do with it, what, what we can have in our hearts and our souls. 
but now I'm to the point where I'm Jesus' Savior. He's here today to lift us up, to show us our way. He's here today to minister into our hearts. There are people in this room today with broken hearts, with broken souls, broken spirits, with doubts, wonders, and concerns. I've had them. I was out of this church for 25 years because of doubts and worries and wonders. But today, I know for sure where my strength comes from. It's my Jesus. It's my God. He strengthens me. He helps me. And he shows me. And if I can't stand up here and tell you that I have a great God, a wonderful God, a God that loves me so much, he went to the cross and died for me, suffered everything he suffered on that cross, the beatings and the thorns and the spear in the side, so I could be with him someday. No greater love than a man that gives his life for you. He gave his life so we have a possibility to be in heaven someday. I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want to fall short. I don't want to give up on my Jesus. I know who my Jesus is in my heart, my soul, and my spirit because he has reached down in that pit, picked me up, and put my foot, my feet back on that straight and narrow. He has guided me back into this church. He has guided me back into his presence. And I've been in here like we have coming up three days of prayer and fasting. There have been times when I've been in this church, 10 o'clock at night, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, praying, prayed for an hour. Well, the next person didn't show up, and I didn't want to leave the church unattended, so I stayed here another hour and prayed. I'm going to tell you what, that second hour, I got a lot more out of than I did that first hour. I promise you, because by that time, I was in tune with God. He revealed things. I'd, I'd be walking up and down these aisles, talking to him, having a conversation. Brother Sharon, last Sunday, I, I loved it because after, after when he was done preaching, he went to talking to God. He just walked all over this place talking to God. You know what? Having that conversation, it can last five minutes or it can last five hours. It's your choice. How close are you wanting to get to God? How long are you willing to give God to have something revealed to you, to have your mind clear, to have your heart clear, to have your spirit lifted up and filled and to know that you're on the right path, you're doing the right thing? I'm going to tell you what, God will not leave you short if you give him time to minister into your heart and to your spirit. But we got to give him time. And we I'm talking about not give him time because he can do it immediately right now. But we got to have our minds up on him to know who he is, to know where his spirit's at, and we'll, when we can connect to him. All we got to do, he's on the quick line. Jesus, he's listening to us. Lord, thank you for what you have done in my life. Thank you for what you're doing for me. Thank you. He, enter in, he enters into that praise and that thanksgiving. But when you will get ready to ask him something, he's listening to you. He'll be there willing to help you, to show you, and direct you. And he will mend that heart. He'll mend that spirit. He'll mend that whatever is troubling you. Because I know so many times when I'm starting to lose faith a little bit, and I'm starting to doubt, and I'm starting to wonder, I get to thinking back on Jesus. Jesus you picked me up out of that Mari clay. I was stuck. I was buried. I was almost, it was almost over my head. I thought I was done for. I really did. I, at one time, I thought I'd already been turned over to a reprobate mind. That's how bad it was at one time. 
I mean, tell you what. He opened my eyes. He opened my spirit. And he opened a heart that I know now that that's where he belongs is in there. There's nothing else. I had always, always said before, there's nothing before my family. My family comes before anything. I don't care what it is. Today, he comes first. Then my family. Because if I don't put him first, I have nothing. He gave me that family. He gave me my loved ones. He gave me everything I got. Hey, if I don't have him, I have nothing. He's got to be first. We got to put him first. God first. Everything else second. I'm going to tell you something. My Jesus will help you and guide you and show you. And I just want to let y'all know that, that when... When I'm looking for stuff, I know he's, he's the love I'm looking for. He's the happiness. He's the, he's the keeper of my spirit. He's the salvation, the strength, the courage. Whatever you need, you're not going to find it but in him. The devil's not going to come and help you. He's going to tear you down. He's going to try to destroy you. He's going to try to tell you it's all God's fault. It's all something that he let you down, that he tore you down. But I'm going to tell you what, God did nothing but helped you, strengthened you, and showed you the way. If you go to him, he will help you. He will guide you. And I know in my heart and my spirit that he is really ready and willing to heal each, to heal, to heal each heart and each spirit today. If we will just open our minds and our hearts and our souls to him, he will do it. I just ask you to have your mindset upon your Jesus. He's your Jesus, my Jesus, our Jesus. I can't claim him alone because I know everybody else in this room loves him just as much as I do. But we need to let you, we need to let him know he is our God. Amen. And the only God. No other God. We can put anything before him. I don't want nothing ahead of God because he is the true God and only God. And I love my Jesus today and thank you for listening to me. Amen. Thank you so much.